Pinocchio finally becomes a boy. Pinocchio continued to swim with his father on his shoulder as long as he could. Finally, he ran out of breath and they both began to drown. Help us! cried Pinocchio. Who is it that needs help? came a sudden voice. It was the Tunny, Pinocchio's prison companion in the body of the shark fish who had followed Pinocchio's example to escape. Tunny, I implore you to help us or we are lost. Willingly and with all my heart. Geppetto and Pinocchio got comfortably on the Tunny's back and rode. They reached the shore in no time and Pinocchio helped his father get back to the shore. He then thanked Tunny and expressed his gratitude for saving their lives. Tunny felt extremely touched by this and plunged back under the water and disappeared. By this time, the day had dawned. Pinocchio offered his arms to Geppetto and they started walking in search of a house or cottage to seek help. They had not gone a hundred yards when they saw the cat and the fox, but they were scarcely recognizable. Cat for so long, having fiend blindness, had become blind in reality and the fox had its one side paralyzed and lost its tail. Oh, Pinocchio! cried the fox. Give a little in charity to the two poor infirm people. Infirm people? repeated the cat. Begone, imposters! answered the puppet. You took me in once, but you will never catch me again. And thus saying, Pinocchio and Geppetto went their way in peace. When they had gone another hundred yards, they saw at the end of a path in the middle of the fields, a nice little straw hut with a roof of tiles and bricks. We are a poor father and son, without bread and without a roof, said the puppet. Turn the key and the door will open, said a little voice from inside. Pinocchio turned the key and the door opened. They went in and saw their old well-wisher, the talking cricket, sitting on the ceiling. Oh, my dear little cricket, have pity on my poor papa, said Pinocchio, bowing politely to him. I will have pity on both father and son. Though you have treated me badly, remember when it is possible we should show courtesy to everybody, if we wish it to be extended to us in our hour of need. You are right, cricket, and I will bear in mind the lesson. But tell me... How you managed to possess this beautiful hut? This hut was given to me yesterday by a goat whose wool was of a beautiful blue color. And where has that goat gone? Will it be back? asked Pinocchio with lively courtesy. It will never come back. It went away yesterday in great grief, bleating. Poor Pinocchio! I shall never see him more! Did she really say that? Then it was she, it was my dear little fairy, exclaimed Pinocchio, crying and sobbing. When he had cried for some time, he prepared a comfortable bed of straw for Geppetto to lie down. Then he asked the cricket, Where can I find a tumbler of milk for my poor papa? Three fields off from here lives a gardener called 
Jiangyo who keeps cows. Go to him and you will get the milk you need. Pinocchio ran all the way to Jiangyo's house and the gardener asked him, "How much milk do you want?" "I want a tumbler full." "That will cost 5 cents." "I have not even 1 cent," replied Pinocchio and started to go away. "Wait a little," said Jiangyo. "We can come to an arrangement together. Will you undertake to turn the pumping machine?" What is the pumping machine? It is a wooden pole to draw up the water from the cistern to water the vegetables. If you will draw a hundred buckets of water, I will give you in compensation a tumbler of milk. Giangio then taught him how to turn the pumping machine. Pinocchio immediately began to work, but before he had drawn up the hundred buckets of water, the perspiration was pouring from his head to the feet. Never before had he undergone such fatigue. The puppet took his tumbler of milk from the gardener and returned to his father. And from that day, for more than 5 months, he got up at daybreak every morning to go and turn the pumping machine and earn the tumbler of milk for his father. He also learned to make hampers and baskets of rushes and with the money he obtained by selling them, he was able to provide for the daily expenses by his industry and ingenuity he not only succeeded in maintaining his father but he also contrived to put aside 5 dollars one morning he decided to go to the market and buy himself a new coat once on the road he saw a big snail crawling out of the hedge pinocchio recognized the snail and asked him tell me quickly Where have you left my good fairy? What is she doing? Has she forgiven me? Is she far from here? Can I go and see her? To all this rapid, breathless questions, the snail replied, "My dear Pinocchio, the poor fairy is lying in bed at the hospital." At the hospital? It is only too true. Overtaken by a thousand misfortunes, she has fallen seriously ill, and she has not even enough to buy herself a mouthful of bread. On hearing this, Pinocchio gave the snail five dollars he had in his pocket and promised to bring him more in two days' time. So little fairy can be well taken care of. That evening, Pinocchio worked overtime and made 16 baskets of rushes instead of his usual 8. Then he went to bed and fell asleep. And whilst he slept, he thought that he saw the fairy, smiling and beautiful, who after having kissed him, said to him, "Well done, Pinocchio, to reward you for your good heart." I will forgive you for all that is past. Boys who minister tenderly to their parents and assist them in their misery and infirmities are deserving of great praise and affection. Try and do better in the future and you will be happy. At this moment his dream ended and Pinocchio opened his eyes. But imagine his astonishment when upon awakening he discovered that he was no longer a wooden puppet but that 
he had become instead a boy like all other boys he was not in a hut but in a pretty little room with new set of clothes cap and boots waiting for him when he checked the pockets of his new coat he found a little ivory purse on which it was written the fairy with blue hair returns the 5 dollars to her dear pinocchio and thanks him for his good heart he opened the purse and instead of 5 dollars he saw 50 shining gold coins he went rushing to find gepetto who was in the next room and in good humor just as he had been formerly he was looking healthy once again dear papa said pinocchio throwing his arms around his neck how can the sudden change be accounted for this sudden change in our home is all your doing answered gepetto how am i doing because when boys who have behaved badly turn over a new leaf and become good they have the power of bringing contentment and happiness to their families how ridiculous was i when i was a puppet and how glad i am that i have become a well behaved little boy said pinocchio This finishes the adventures of Pinocchio. We hope you like this story. Send us your feedback on our Facebook which is at Chimes Radio, on the Insta page which is at VR Chimes Radio, and explore this space for more podcasts by Chimes Radio, India's first kids podcast network.